Hello my friends, welcome to episode number 129 of Tina For Real and guess what? Yesterday we went over the 500 mark so I am keeping Tina For Real going and uh, you get a bonus Running For Real podcast every uh month now so I'm probably I'm thinking about releasing it on a Monday and trying to decide when it might be this month's is going to be uh this Monday the coming Monday so that's the 15th of October so you're getting that nice and soon um but future episodes might be on the first Monday of the month just kind of as a a little bonus although maybe I should do it on the last Monday of the month as kind of like a reward but I don't know we haven't decided yet Um, But either way, thank you so much for all your contributions for those of you who um, helped me and uh, are supporting me. I really appreciate it. Um, It really means a lot and uh, you are making sure that you are continuing to listen to these episodes, although I'm not um, sure whether I'm going to keep these uh, hidden to Patreon members only in the future so I would make sure you are caught up on Tina for Real episodes because I may only allow recent ones to be listened to by everyone and the rest of them are going to be for Patreon only or I might have it going forward um, that after a certain period uh, it's only for uh, Tina uh, for Patreon members so if you can support on Patreon, that would really mean a lot and we're starting to get a bit of momentum going with it. So I would love to see what we can do. And as I mentioned, if we get to um, a thousand a month, I will start doing live shows. So you can look forward to those and you can we can meet up in person, have interviews in person. You can, you can meet these people who you look up to. So really uh, getting excited about that and uh, hopefully we can get there sometime soon. Okay, so today I'm going to answer a question from Sherry Labrie. But before I get to that, um, just an interesting story for you guys from uh, yesterday. So I mentioned a, a while back that Bailey is allergic to eggs, but not in the traditional sense. But since I had been to the allergist, I'd talked to a few people who were more holistic um, health people. I mean, you've heard me talking about how I'm not really into medication. And so I... Um, uh, so I'd been talking to people who had said that basically the it wasn't an egg allergy as such. It's just that you give them too much too soon and it's the protein is so high in an egg that um, their body just kind of rejects it because it's too much protein. So we, after about six weeks of having no egg in her diet or my diet, um, we decided that we were going to give it another try as recommended by these holistic health experts and uh, do it in a very small amount. So probably about a fifth of what we used to give her um, with egg or the the times before when we gave her egg, we gave her a very small amount and she didn't really want to eat it, was just kind of putting it in her mouth and spitting it out. So there obviously was some association there, but she did take down a few tiny chunks, like I'm talking two pieces the size of your fingernail Um, and uh, bearing in mind she eats a lot now. So that was a very small amount of um, food going in. Uh, but sure enough, this afternoon she threw up again, um, and so that has officially put us off one year. Um, she's not going to have egg now, starting today, and uh, I'm not going to be having egg either. So last night, Steve went out to Costco to. He asked me which cake or ice cream or whatever it would be that I would want. Um, bearing in mind, most ice creams are okay, just not vanilla or anything with like cookie dough or anything that has eggs in it. Um, 
So I said I wanted the Costco chocolate cake. So he went out, bought this $17 cake. Um, and for those of you who have tried it in Costco, they have this chocolate cake. It's like a double, it's not even double chocolate. It's like, it's got like five layers of chocolate and frosting. And it is so rich. Even for me, it is like pushing the limit. It's got chocolate flakes on the top as well. And it is ginormous. It weighs, I'm probably going to guess it weighs two or three pounds. No joke. It is so heavy, so big. And he went and got one of those. Steve hates chocolate cake. He doesn't like chocolate chocolate anyway. But he doesn't mind one or the other, frosting or cake. But anyway, so I had this big slice of cake, felt so sick afterwards. And we just have the rest. So we're going to give some away. We're going to freeze some for when I can have cake again. Um, but it was just funny that we kind of decided, well, she's already had it for today. So that's kind of washed today out. So we um, went and got he got me a cake um, as my one piece of cake as haven't had any in the last six weeks. And uh, now I get to be off it again for a year or went or probably not a year till I stopped breastfeeding so yeah that was my interesting story right let's get to the real information that you want to know about okay so Sherry Labrie's question or kind of topic is a while back in one of your episodes I believe it was a discussion on the long run you mentioned that in future uh, that in the future you would discuss why you and Steve believe one workout a week plus quality long run is more su- more than sufficient for the marathon when many other plans but not all specify two workouts per week plus a long run I am 110% in your camp I love doing just one workout a week plus a long run with good quality then running easy the other days it works well for me I just don't know why and I would love to get some insight from folks that might have the answer so great question from Sherry and I think this is something many of you will be wondering about Um, and it is something that Steve and I believe in quite passionately um, and we really are adamant about this and I'm not saying every week should just be one workout and one long run there are a few weeks so if I would say in a 16 week build up you maybe will have three or four weeks where you have two workouts a week but those weeks are the second workout is not anything long or intense it's not mile repeats it's going to be something short sharp like 10 by one minute or something where you're going to just kind of um, give yourself another kind of speed induced um, effort however most weeks you should just be doing one plus as I mentioned a quality uh, long run now the thing about that is that with marathon training you know with okay so with 5k 10k half marathon even training you need to get those hard intervals and in. you need to be able to combine street uh, strength and speed together you need to build both parts of those to be able to run fast the marathon is almost entirely aerobic so you don't need to build your speed now many people think that they need to build their speed um, because they say you know um, I lose my speed towards the end of a race or I need to build up my speed but really you don't need your speed you need your endurance because if you tried to run let's say a 400 um, you would probably run it pretty fast if you were just doing one 400 so your speed is not the issue it is your ability to be able to hold on at a certain pace. So that is actually your endurance. So in a marathon, that is what you need more of is endurance. Um, And if you end up doing two workouts plus a long run, you are just doing 
way too much of the um, intensity stuff when really you just need to kind of get that accumulation of miles in your legs. So the accumulation comes from the just the build up of week after week after doing of doing this higher mileage, doing the long runs and uh, doing these longer workouts. You're better off doing one workout a week that is uh, kind of a, a structured um kind of pretty intense uh, a longer day so my suggestion would be maybe eight by one mile um, at your race pace and, and hopefully even getting a little bit faster with you know two to three minutes recovery and you want to get you know up to 15 miles for the day maybe more like 13 uh, depending on how long how much time you have but you want to make sure your warm-up and cool down are at least 20 minutes each because you want to make that day a high volume day as well and then you're kind of getting your bang for your buck because that's like a second mini long run of the week um, now that being said your long run as we mentioned should be quality in one aspect or another it might be a time on your feet long run which means means the quality comes from the duration of time that you're out there you know I mentioned the different types of long runs in a different Tina for Real episode so you can go back and find that one Um, but you'll also have um, a long run with some race pace in there you'll do like progressive long runs but that does essentially count for your second second workout even if it is an easy long run you know that's still pretty intense on your body being out there for a few hours at a time so you just don't need to do the the second workout it's better off for you to get that one workout a week be really quality feeling good feeling strong um maybe you know you're still going to feel tired from the accumulation but really getting towards the paces you should be at um for your level and get that second long run in because if you think about it that way if you see the long run as your second workout of the week really you're doing long run then you might have two to three days recovery and then you're doing a workout two to three days recovery and then you're doing another um, long run so you're actually getting you know what you should be getting um, and you need to make sure the days in between are really easy too and that's where a lot of people get themselves into trouble um, because they just end up running everything as like medium and really you want be having the the hard workout day which is the day you're going to hit your race pace or faster than your race pace and then you're going to have your long run which might have periods of um running race pace or it might just be uh an easy long run but in which case the amount of time you're spent out there the the kind of pounding that's on your legs is really what's going to get you um, the help there. Now, if you really struggle with the idea of doing one a week, then maybe the alternative for you is to do a long run every 10 days. If your schedule will permit this, do a long run every 10 days and then you can do workout, workout, long run. Um, but still, you want to leave two to three days between your workouts. It's really going to help you. And, um, you know, it will mean that you go into your race feeling fresher. And I just know so many people who have overdone it with their with their marathon training, got to race day and they're just completely out of gas. So if you are someone who has been struggling on race day, you know, training is going well, you feel pretty tired, but you get to race day and it just never goes right. Um, your body just doesn't have it in you. You're probably leaving your race and your training and you're probably doing too many workouts. So I would strongly suggest just doing one workout a week and one long run a week um, and and that be it and as I mentioned that workout you want to make sure that it's high volume 
overall uh, longer warm-up longer cool down um, to make sure that that is a higher volume day for your mileage which also makes it count as a second long run which again is most important for a long run you don't need to be running fast in a marathon uh, you don't need to practice for the final straight away you just want to be building that endurance as much as you can so I hope that was helpful today. That is why I think you should only do one workout plus one long run in training. And um, I will be back tomorrow for another fun Ask Me Anything. Thanks so much.